Well, hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. So great to have you with me and so great to be able to have a longtime friend on the show today, Aisha McDonald. Uh, fun fact, I actually worked for Aisha and Jack some years ago when living in Australia. And so to see their businesses really flourishing now is no surprise to me. But recently, Aisha actually launched a swimwear brand in Australia and it's really popping off, to be honest with you. It's going really well. And so I brought her onto the show to ask her how she's launched because a lot of the audience a lot of you guys that are watching this listening to this would uh, typically be amazon sellers you you launch on amazon and then maybe down the line you launch your own shopify store begin to do some uh, paid traffic marketing off of amazon to try and build out that holistic brand however aisha has started from scratch with influencers with instagram and without launching on amazon so it's a bit of a different take to how you can launch a brand but i think really good for you guys to hear and learn the journey she's been on so that you can either a input that into your existing amazon business or b consider other potential businesses that you could launch and the the power of influencer marketing we talk about how she actually went about finding these influencers how she communicated with them how she built rapport with them and and how she's done it honestly is the way to do it in uh, the current times it's not about transactions it's about relationships we go into all of that it's a really insightful conversation so well worth a listen. Listen, if you are listening to this on podcast, don't forget you can see the video version on YouTube. And if you're watching on video, you can also get the audio version on Apple and Spotify. Be sure to check those out via all of the links in the show notes or the description on YouTube so that you can listen at your convenience. Hope you uh, enjoy this episode. I really enjoy this conversation. So uh, let's get into it. Awesome. Well, I am here with my good friend, Asia. Asia, it's so good to have you on the Brand Builder Show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Ben. It's exciting. So, so good to have you here, all the way from sunny Australia. You live where everybody else wants the holiday, on the Gold Coast in yeah. Australia. Yes, uh, we are living the dream on the Gold Coast. Uh, mind you, it's been torrential rain for the last three weeks. Today was the first sunny day. So I have seen that. Much. I have seen that because uh, the England cricket team were over, obviously, for the Ashes. Yeah. And uh, they haven't been able to play any warm-up games. So uh, no. it's been because it's been too wet. I'm like, what? That's, yeah. that's why we play in Australia, because it's supposed to be sunny all the time. But I know. Give it a few days of sun, we'll be all dried out. Uh, but it is the uh, the Gold Coast is one of my literal favourite places on the planet. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to live. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, thanks for joining us, taking time out just to share with us your journey about no this uh, new brand that you've launched. I'm excited to dig into yeah. it. I've been following along uh, on Instagram and seeing all the excitement of everything that's going on. And so uh, it'd be good to like dig into it and ask you a bunch of questions about how you've done it, really. Um, I am, we're in kind of the throes of getting a, an apparel kind of project going. And so it's, uh, this is going to be kind of like me quizzing you for all the things I want to know. And hopefully those people oh, listening. So giving away all my secrets. Well, you know, kind of, yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it'd be good. Looking forward to it. Um, give us a bit of background, though, before we jump in. For those that are listening that don't know uh, what yeah. you do, who you are, um, you, you know, your kind of business history, I suppose, how long you've been in the kind of business, and then this new brand yeah. launched recently. Yeah, awesome. Well, my husband and I have worked together um, our whole married life, so 20 years. We were um, in uh, as church pastors for 15 years, and in 2015, we started running businesses. So we started with one business and within 12 months we had three businesses, all in the hire and service industry, um, ones that were more retainer income. Um, to be honest, those were the type of businesses that did not interest me at all. My husband's a great entrepreneur 
and he doesn't care what type of business it is as long as it fits a, a model that we have and he loves just buying a business then together we kind of transform it and then sell it off so we've done that with a couple of our businesses so far and got keeping a few and got a few in the pipeline that we're looking at um, selling off so it's kind of um, didn't mean to get into buy and then sell them off, but when the timing's right, we have. Yeah, definitely. No, and I've always, uh, for everyone listening, like me and Aisha and, and, and Jack, our husband, we've known each other for a long time. We actually worked yeah. for Jack and Aisha in a, in a church there in Australia, uh, doing youth work there. Uh, went through like yeah. a whole building project, which was crazy times. Crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy times. And, yeah. uh, and so I've, I've seen firsthand, you know, the, the, the work ethic, the entrepreneurial nature in your family. And so just to see over the last five, six years that really uh, be incredibly fruitful is, is, is great to see. Yeah. And you've taken that recently and and started something new something that you seem to be really yeah. passionate about um talk to us yeah. a little bit about this new new brand of yours yeah well look our other businesses um are in water purification and luxury toilets for events and uh temporary pool fencing and just a few other things and none of them really interest me so i was always on the lookout for something you know kind of keep me up awake at night keep me excited um, the previous, you know, when we were in church, that was kind of the environment we were around and I wanted that again and put my hand to a few little business ideas but could never get them off the ground because they weren't really me. They were more like a friend had um, had a business idea, put it aside and thought, oh, that's good, I could do that. But it wasn't something that was kind of burning within me to do. And when we moved to the Gold Coast three years ago, you know, uh, I don't know what it's like in the UK, Ben, but there is lots of bare bottoms around at the beach, and uh, and which is fine if you've got the backside for it, go for it. <laughs> and so this my business idea actually started as a joke. It started as a oh one day I'm going to start a swimwear brand. I'm going to call it Full Bums, and it was just a off the cuff joke for probably 18 months. And I remember saying it to a few girlfriends and, and to Jack and, and he came back and said, stop saying that, go and do it. I'm like, no, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just, you know, having a bit of fun, you know, like it's hard to find swimmers with your backside in. I've got a, you know, nearly adult son and I don't want to go to the beach with my, you know, it all hanging out. And so, um, but it was just kind of a joke. But the more I started looking, the more I realized it was actually really hard to find. Hmm. Um, especially around the Gold Coast, even online. Um, they're just, well, there's lots of brands for the opposite and they are dime a dozen. Swimwear brands are everywhere, mm. but nothing with a full bum coverage. And so it's kind of started um, dwelling in the back of my head. And then I had a, a friend of mine who's a very successful online entrepreneur. And she said, Aisha, I'm sick to death of you talking about this. Just do it. And I'm like, no, it's a stupid name. She goes, it's the perfect name. It says exactly what it is. Your CEOs would be, the SEO, sorry, would be just loving it because it's right on point. You know, your branding's right there. So that's when I started doing a bit more research, seeing yeah. if, you know, this was a niche market or there was a hole in the market. And uh, we have stores, Kmart, Big W and Target in Australia. So they're kind of like your big one-stop shop. I don't know what your, the equivalent would be for you, Ben, yeah, but um, they were the only kind of places you could buy them. So they are a lot cheaper. But if you're wearing them, you'd see 50 other women down the beach wearing them as well. Sure. So I realised, okay, this could be something I could, you know, give, give a go. Give it a go, yeah, see how yeah. it goes. 
Yeah. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, firstly, the great thing about that is you've got some great friends and a great husband, you know, like to hear yeah. them saying you, you need to actually go and do it and motivating you to do that. I love that. So many, you know, partners yeah. would say, oh, it's a bit of a risk or should you really be doing that? I love the fact that, that, that they really encourage you to do it. Yes. And I think the other businesses that I had brought up with Jack, he was like, mm, okay, like, oh, let's just, you know. But this one, he was like, no, I could see this being... Mm the the business that retires him so mm. you know the way it's going it i might retire him sooner rather than later <laughs> come on i love that <laughs> i love that but um yeah so he'd be bored he'd drive me nuts but that yeah. won't happen there was a few other ideas that just didn't settle before i got to this one so it's not like i woke up overnight yeah no, I think I think it's the classic though of you're solving a need. Like it talk yeah. we get talk about that in business, and you know it's a bit of a cliche, but like this really is it. You've seen a gap in the market, you know. You yeah. know there's already demand there for these kind of products because other, um, you know, other places are selling a similar thing. But there's like a niche in the middle of two kind of markets that you saw wasn't really being solved, and you've come in and solved yeah. it with a better option. And it's just the classic example of what you know. It's exactly what we teach. You know, in, in terms of find where there's demand, but improve on the options already there and and you know you see some great things so no it's it's really good how um how did you go about launching the the brand so i i mean this day and age instagram social media facebook i think you've got to start there um you know 50 years ago it was newspapers and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing today the modern day is is instagram probably even more than a billboard up in a city and so i just started an instagram account started posting images of australia because I had no product, there was no product there, but I can't have a product and no one to sell it to. So I had to get some, you know, followers, people on the, on the board first. So I just started, you know, putting it out there that this is what I was doing. Started posting pictures. I basically, you know, just found pictures of Australia, New Zealand, um, California, that kind of thing, and then some fun quotes. Built up a bit of a following. It wasn't that exciting. It was. Um, I mean, I was excited because I had no idea how this was going to go. So, you know, once I hit a couple of hundred, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I don't even have a product and I've got these people following. And, and uh, yeah, so that's how I started. How long ago was it? So this time last year, I was on holidays and that's when I started the Instagram account and started posting on, on it regularly. So okay. a couple of times a week. And then halfway through last year, um, I just, <laughs> still no product and nothing no you know the creative juices had gone so I kind of left it for nearly two or three months maybe once every so often put something up just so it looked a little bit active um, because it did take a long time to get the product that I would be I could put my name behind and that I could sell and yeah so I launched officially the business on the 2nd of September this year so I'm three months in Nice. Exactly, to, to the day. And, and not that it's all about the numbers, but Instagram followers now you're at? Um, nearly five and a half thousand. Yeah, I saw it. Because yeah. I'm, like, I'm like a follower because I want to support your business and I love yeah. seeing how you build it. Obviously, you know, yeah. seeing lots of women in bikinis, I've got to be careful with that. But, um, yeah. you know, when, when the wife's the same, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. I've, I've seen, you know, it's, it's grown really quickly and you seem to be yeah. you know, driving a lot of sales through that. So, um, yeah. so was it like 100% Instagram that you did with your launch for your marketing? or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my Facebook, I've got a Facebook um, attached uh-huh. to it. 
but I yeah. don't do anything individually on there. I do it all on Instagram and it links it to Facebook and that's yeah. all I've done. Yeah. Um, I know that when I did the first photo shoot was um, towards the end of August and mm -hmm. I cracked 300 followers while the girls were there and I had a bit of a, you know, like we had a bit of a dance, celebrate that. Mm. So I'm like, you've got to celebrate the small beginnings yeah, so true. Um, and then you appreciate so much more when it's, you know, I believe one day it's going to be a multi-million dollar business. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I've already outgrown my first storage um, spot and we've just moved it on the weekend. Nice. And so I'm taking photos and documenting all that and celebrating every step because I want to look back and, and know that I celebrated the small things Yeah, yeah. 100%. when I celebrate, you know, yeah. the big no, things. For sure. Yeah. For sure. What was the cause of like, because obviously that's quick growth with your, your Instagram account. Um, yeah. And I don't imagine you're doing kind of like dodgy, like, you know, buying followers and all that kind of stuff. This is like all, no. you know, what, yeah. so how have you done that? So I've twofold. I've done um, Instagram sponsored or boosted some posts and I do them short and sweet. Like I do three days and I'd spend $150 on a post. So I've not outsourced it. I'm still doing it all myself just me on the ground learning um, yeah. as I go. And and also I've just got Australian influencers. So yeah. I've contacted some that are only got 5,000 followers and then I've reached out to 10, 20,000. And, and then I've been uh, ballsy enough to reach out and contact ones that are 100,000, 150,000. Mm -hmm. and just say I'm a startup, I'm an Australian startup, this is what I'm doing, you know, and then some of them have got back to me and said, send me your swimmers, I'll promote it, and some have sent me their media kits, and I've been like, thanks so much, I value that that is your cost, but I'm just not there yet, and a lot of them have got back to me and said, no, we love startups, so we're going to do it for this much. So at the moment, I'm kind of just winging it a little bit, working out what works for me, what, no. uh, what kind of Instagram influencer does work what doesn't yeah. if you know just because i've got a hundred thousand followers doesn't mean that those hundred thousand are interested in swimwear sure. i'm still only getting a small percentage of that but it is you know so that's how i've grown definitely yeah, right and yeah. so let's talk a bit about that affiliate side then uh or oh, sorry influencer side of it um the yeah. uh, so you're just gifting them products you're not paying them fees at the moment so it depends on how many followers I've got. Okay, so, sure. for example, uh, one of the girls I reached out and I've, I've kind of just told them my story, said mm -hmm. it for startup, yeah. um, asked them for their their costs, and most of them have got back and said, if you send me your swimmers, so, you know, and I'm like, which ones? I'm trying to be generous. I want the business to be generous as well. I want them to yeah. keep it. Um, I want to be all about that. So I've said, which ones do you like? I'd much prefer them to be promoting ones that actually wear, not ones that I think they would. And so I'm keeping it pretty casual, but I'm building relationship with these girls mm. as well. I'm commenting on their, and not, not because I have to, but I, that's yeah. what I like. I want to build yeah, rapport good, with some of these influencers. Um, one of them's done modeling for us. Uh, yeah, so it depends. So around, I'm kind of stick around that 20,000 followers at the moment, or yep. 15 to 20,000. Yep. And a lot of them are doing it for a small cost, maybe 200 Australian to 400 mm -hmm. Australian. Mm -hmm. And they do a post and a couple of stories for me. Yep. And, and I gift them the swimwear as well. And I'm not gifting them one, I'm gifting them a few. 
Yeah, sure, sure. So, no, yeah. That's really good. I think some real keys in there for anybody listening, you know, that uh, like micro influencers that they often get called like a, uh, maybe yeah. a smaller audience than uh, some might, you know, initially look for. But actually their their audiences are often far more engaged. And, and like yeah. you say, it's got to be far less transactional, a lot more relational, right? You know, you, I think you've yeah. nailed it. You, you, you're talking to them, you're commenting on their post. Uh, there's a relationship there that they then want to reciprocate with, you know, a good service to you. Yeah. And even, you know, the one that um, one of the girls that has been advertising for me, she's got 100,000 followers. I have followed her on my personal Instagram for many years and commented on stuff. Mm. Um, so when it was from the business, um, I just kind of said who I was. So, you know, yeah. as an Instagram, you kind of see those names. Yeah. And now she's fallen pregnant. So I'm commenting on things. I'm building no. a relationship with her. Um, she was one that her PR agency got back to me and said, this is how much it is. And I wrote mm. back saying totally see the value in that but I'm just not at that level yeah. and then she replied back to me personally and said I'd love to help you out and get you started so I sent her every one of my swimmers <laughs> just to you know like all of them yeah. I'm like you know and that was uh, back in October she promoted did heaps of stories and I just watched my um, I'm on Shopify, so you know the old-fashioned registered ding, yeah, yeah. and it was just and ding, 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 ding all day, yeah. and followers, and so I made back what I spent on her in 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, wow. Um, and so I definitely saw a surge with that. Yeah. And you know I'm still doing the happy dance every sale I totally. get. I'm so yeah. appreciative of that. Yeah. And then she was on holidays. So she lives down in Tasmania, which is the south of Australia. Mm -hmm. She was on holidays at Noosa and took my swimmers with her, promoted them again. And I watched, and I didn't even have to pay her. It's just a relationship built. No good. And ding, 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 everything went again. So I've contacted yeah. her again saying, hey, coming up to Christmas, I noticed that you're doing lots of small local businesses. Could I be a part of that? And she's yeah, yeah. absolutely so i'm you know keeping those long-term influencer relationships as well yeah that's so yeah. good so much to yeah. unpack there um yeah, yeah it's good are you with your instagram account then are you kind of because there's this balance right of it's you want it to be like a business and somewhat corporate but are you kind of managing and messaging and commenting from that account as if it's you or as if it's like yes. a corporate identity no if it's me it's yeah. totally me i think this day and age People so want to see the person behind the brand. Yeah, yeah. Gone are the days of the massive big corporations and they're not in touch with the big CEO sitting mm. in a corner. They want to see the brand. And yeah. I've taken an example from quite a few Australian um, Instagram account, small business, they're not small businesses anymore. They're, you know, multi-million dollar businesses. And I've just taken mm. a, a few ideas from them yeah. and made it my own. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about reels. I'm not a real person. I hate making a fool of myself. Mm. And I just, I can't do reels. I've tried. No. Um, I feel like an idiot. So it's just not my thing. So I'm staying true to who I am in this as well. Um, doesn't mean I won't get the models to do the reels for me. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. And I keep saying, um, I'm happy to be the face. I just don't want to be the body. <laughs> um, but I'm having to get my head around the fact that at, from time to time, yeah. I will have to be wearing the swimmers that is, you know, that I'm trying yeah, to sell. So yeah, I'm yeah, still getting sure. my still getting my head around that. Um, when you've been a, a pastor of a church on a platform, and then you're wearing your bikinis <laughs> on social media, it's a little bit of a head adjustment I'm getting used to. So, yeah. 
no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, and but then I, in terms of those influences, are you, obviously there's like a potentially an upfront fee or just gifting the product. Have you set up any kind of uh, affiliate platform where they can benefit if they do make sales? I haven't yet. It's probably something I'm looking at um, next doing. Because mm. uh, this is all just so new to me, I'm kind mm. of like winging my way through it. I wish yeah. there's no one-stop shop formula for every business. And um, Jack and I are fortunate enough that we've got the other businesses that I'm not taking any form of income or anything from this business. So yeah. I can yeah. play around a little bit with what's coming in and see what works. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a great advantage yeah, uh, because we do have the other businesses that are, you know, paying us wages and, and uh, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, so that's definitely kind of like the next step I of see. working out all that and working out how to do it because I'm like, do, <laughs> you know, YouTubing. <laughs> how yeah, do you do yeah, this? Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. good thing is like Shopify, it makes so much of it easier because there's so many good apps to yeah. help you do this kind of thing. So. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, that Shopify has been amazing. So um, in terms of your launch, and you, you talked about influencers and that kind of thing, um, like obviously it's as far as you're comfortable, but like in terms of sales and stuff, yeah. like you're, you're pleased with how it's gone, like uh, how you're growing. Yeah. And... yeah, look, I to be honest, I didn't know what to expect. So I mm. didn't have an expectation um, of what to expect. So I launched on the 2nd of September. I wanted to launch in the Southern Hemisphere spring. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's obviously, you know, beginning there. And I launched with a um, party at my house around the pool with mm -hmm. just all my girlfriends and they went live. And, you know, like I had a competition leading up to it as well and that gained a, a few more followers. Mm -hmm. um, I can't even remember how many I had on the day I launched. I've, I've taken photos of all those things, so it's all catalogued. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I had a party and we were launching at 8 p.m. Like the website was going live. And so I just had the girlfriends around there and then we're all sitting there like, because I didn't know, is it going to go crazy or yeah, yeah. is it going to be like the tumbleweed <laughs> rolling through for the next month? And, and, and I'm so glad I had all those girlfriends there that, you know, within an hour, I think I had seven sales and they celebrated that like it was 700 sales yeah, yeah. and so the first month i end up doing 12 and a half um, australian dollars yeah. um, of sales um for my first month and i'm wrapped about that i kind of thought if i did five to ten sales a week mm -hmm. that would be a great start and i've done i've pretty much sat around that every day yeah, yeah. so good so, so good yeah, I found yeah. it's been consistent, like every day, or, or you know, obviously, if influencers are posting, there's big peaks and troughs, or yes. you know, new products yeah. launched. How, how have you found the flows of it? Yeah, so definitely Instagram's promoting. I've uh, Instagram influencers. I've seen the the spike. Um, I I was hoping probably that I would have a bit more of a spike with new product launches, um, but I'm feeling my way around that. Black yeah. Friday and a product launch went hand in hand and next year I won't do that yep. um so all the Black Friday sales did give me a spike but then obviously after that I've had a bit of a lull because everyone spent their money until yep. next payday so it's trickling but it's not like it was at, at Black Friday yep. um and I'm cautious too not to always have sales mm -hmm. because then people just wait for the next sale and won't pay 
Totally, yeah. Full price. So I'm kind yeah. of working that balance out at the moment as well. Not yep. not joining in on every sale that <laughs> is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. yeah. So it's definitely yeah. seen the spikes. Um, I've in the first month I noticed that uh, for me Wednesdays I wasn't getting any sales. Oh, really? I couldn't work out. Yeah, it was like midweek, wow. just not getting anything. So it kind of come around. I'm like, oh, no sales again. Oh, it's Wednesday. All right. But then Thursday morning I'd wake up to you know on my phone. Yeah. Um, but then now I'm seeing that change again. It definitely peaks on the weekends. Uh, I have a lot of um, New Zealand New Zealanders. I do ship yeah. to New Zealand at the moment, okay. and they all seem to purchase really early in the morning. Oh, really? So I don't know what it is. So I'm seeing that trend of the Kiwis spend all their money in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm seeing a few little trends, but good. yeah, I think it's going to be a good 12 months till I really see a pattern yeah no for sure that makes sense yeah. makes sense yeah. and then talk to us about manufacturing um because obviously apparel is a lot of our listeners would uh, manufacture sort of more like products you know like widgets and plastics and woods and all that kind of stuff but but fabrics yeah. and, and apparel is is a bit of a different kettle of fish so to speak how did you yeah. go about the whole process uh you know sort of beginning to end how did you yeah go about that yeah um, look, Google has been my friend and like I said, I don't have any um, sewing, dressmaking experience whatsoever. Mm. I've got business experience, I've got leadership management, uh, public, you know, that's all my background, public mm. speaking, that kind of thing. But as far as designing, nothing, mm. you know. So I um, started off and it's been a long process. Um, I did want to launch a, a rain, a one or two back in Easter um, and then just couldn't make it happen. So I had to kind of wait until spring, which in the end, in hindsight, was the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when I started 12 months ago planning for this business, I wanted to launch at Easter. Mm -hmm. didn't, didn't launch till September. So yeah. I started with um, looking at manufacturers in Indonesia. Um, there okay. is manufacturers over there that that is their whole thing they help you start a swimwear brand mm -hmm. uh, but what I found was, and they have designs all ready to go so they might have 20 designs all ready to go and you just pick the fabric the color they put your label on it and ship it across to you and my challenge with that was that all of them were a g-string or a cheeky that <laughs> none of them had none of them had with a full bum coverage or their version of a full bum when I got sent the sample, uh, was definitely not a full bum. Yeah. And yeah. so there was lots. And I mean, if it wasn't COVID, I would have flown over there. I would have sat with them. I would have, you know, but COVID mm. did change the way I had to look at this. And so it did take longer. And samples over there were like $100 each. So, you know, it was a lot of money in um, educating myself in that part and experience. Yeah, yeah. And back and forth and... The language barrier I found even more difficult than probably what I assumed being Indonesia. Australia, yeah. Indonesia was a lot closer. And um, so I kind of was getting a little bit frustrated there. Looked at maybe an Australian dressmaker mm -hmm. um, or a seamstress and then just thought, I'm not ready for that. I know that's where a lot of people start, but I wasn't ready to go that avenue. Mm -hmm. And so moved to looking at um, manufacturers in China. And so I just spent hours scrolling through websites and um, manufacturers and mm -hmm. 
And so mainly all the designs I have at the moment were ready to go designs. So manufacturers already had them there and I could just put my label on them. Mm-hmm. But I was really limited to the colour. I had to just go with whatever colours they had. Yeah. Um, couldn't change anything, so to speak, except for put my label on it. Uh, so the five designs I started with were that. Okay. And most I could have been a lot more... Um, I could have done my own thing, but the MOQ mm. was just so high that I wasn't prepared to go there yet. What was it with the stuff at, you got? Um, I was looking at like 300, and because I, I had no idea how this business was going to go. Yeah. So I wanted to start buying three to five of every size, not 50 to 60 of every size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in three months, I'm already at buying 50 to 60 every size. So that's how quickly mm. I've grown. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I, I can, you know, go back to those manufacturers and custom everything I want. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah, and I've done that in three months, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I've I've got about, I mean, I was talking at one stage, I was talking about 15 different manufacturers. Mm. Go back and forth, back and forth, and it's a lot cheaper from China to be sent samples. Um and then, you know, I've got a box at, in my, in the, in the warehouse, uh, a box of samples that where sizing was just so bad. You know, all the stories you hear about that, I've, you know, had it all. Yeah. The colours are wrong, the fabric, you know. But um, it was good experience to learn, you know, what to do, what not to do for future. Yeah, sizing is a big one, right? Because um, yeah. that, that's the, again, just like a you know, an iPhone case or something like that. It's like, it's, it's just standard, yeah. but, but sizing is yeah. very much open to interpretation. What is small somewhere is not small somewhere else. So how, how yeah. have you gone through that process? That has been the hardest thing. I mean, I still mm. get sent, I get sent all my samples in medium. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm starting to get samples in every size because I've learned that lesson, but was getting them in mediums. And I remember receiving one medium and which medium would be an equivalent to a size Ten Australian. Um, I'm not as UK the same sizing. I mean, I, anyway. to be honest, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I should like know that. that. Yeah. I should yeah. know that. Um, and it will. And I've got an 11 year old daughter, and I picked it up, and I said, "Can you try this on?" And it was too mm. small on her. Oh wow! So you know, um, and then I'll get another medium, and I'll be like, "Gosh, you fit two of me in it." So. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely a challenge. I'm learning to do my research before anything now, getting their sizes off them, not yeah. just assuming because they say it's a, a medium that it is actually a true medium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. So I'm you... having a slight challenge at the moment with a bulk order that I'm just about to receive. That I'm a little bit worried about my sizing, but... Yeah. I'm an answered person and I'll find an answer and make it work. So Definitely, definitely. Yeah. How have you found like the return situation? Have you had, because of sizing, people returning and that kind of thing? Or how have you worked that? Yeah, look, I wanted to make that really easy. I think mm. for women, um, buying jeans and buying swimwear are the two hardest things for women to buy. And I know that the world is moving to online so much more. I mean, I buy everything online these days. But I think swimwear is still one of those really difficult things. There is women who want to buy it, try it on at home in the privacy of their own home. They don't want to do it with the shop lady who's telling them they look amazing and it's three sizes too small. But, you know, it's still a really daunting um, apparel item to buy. So I wanted to make my 
exchanges really easy. So if the women got it, they could exchange. So I'm still developing this because um, at the moment, it um, a lot of businesses in Australia, they won't exchange. They will refund for a store credit sure. and then let you buy it in another size right. so that then you're paying for the postage again. Right. At the moment, I'm letting them exchange it. I'm exchanging it and I'm paying for the postage to go back to them because I want them to be happy. I want them to be yeah. happy with the product they've got. And mm -hmm. then if they want to return it, we're returning for a store credit. Sure. Um, so I've tried, yeah. So at the moment, um, I was actually trying to look up my percentages and Shopify didn't give me that, give me that um, answer. But I feel like we've probably got about a 5% exchange. Mm -hmm. um, very, very few want to return. They just need to size down or size yeah. up and they're happy to do that. Mm. Which that's uh, pretty good, right? Like, for for yeah. apparel, especially uh, yeah. bikini, you know, that's that's good. Yeah, I should. I mean, I've kind of thrown that number out there because I don't feel it's been that bad. And because I have, you know, when I'm promoting it on in, um, social media and on the website, I'm saying this is a generous site. You know, I'm trying to be, yeah, yeah and and answer all their questions as well. Yeah. you know, and I get I get lots. Yeah, no, for sure. I follow quite a few clothing brands on, on Instagram and that seems to be like a, um, they have a very similar approach to you and they're very connected with their audience and they often do Q and A's and they always talk about sizing, you know, true to size or runs a little bit bigger, you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, and, and I think, yeah, you know, a lot of the audience is going to go to those mediums for that information, which should help yeah. in the long run. Yeah. 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 And at the end of the day, if they're happy with the, with the products, they're coming back. I'm, mm. you know, getting yep. repeat customers, and that's totally. what I want. I don't just want um, one timers. I want to every year or every every time I launch something, they have to have that new one and yep. they buy that. So yep. uh, that's that's how I have approached my launches as well. I um I launched with five um, different designs, mm -hmm. but now every uh, month or every week, I don't have a particular time. Um, I'm launching something new. Great. So rather than a lot of swimwear brands or a lot of brands might say, here is the summer collection. Here's 50 uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. different um, items. And then so I'm thinking as me as a consumer, I would jump on. I would I love the brand, whatever it is, and I would just pick out my favorite one or two pieces. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I'm hoping to do is kind of play with the psyche and only have the small releases all the time yeah, yeah. and give people a bit of FOMO, like they're missing, mm -hmm. like they need that one as well. Oh, I need, oh, I like that one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm trial, trialing that one. So my plan is that um, in summer, like next summer, once a week I'll have a new release or once a yeah. fortnight. This is a little bit slower because I'm still getting going. Yeah. But at the moment, um, I'm a, I've just released two in the last two weeks and I'm about to release another one next nice. week yeah ready for Christmas ready for our summer to nice. kick in as well yeah yeah so rather than just a bulk release I'm gonna yeah it's good thinking. It. yeah I yeah. think that's good I think that's wise because it gives you another reason to send another email another reason to yeah. post you know just a yeah. reason to, to communicate and, and generate more traffic and sales yeah so that's good yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And I, like I was saying to you the other day, yeah, you you need to get this into America because it, I think it'll be huge. Like, what yeah. what are your plans though? Like, how are you feeling about global expansion, all that kind of thing? Uh, global takeover with full bums. Yeah. So look, um, I never got in it with a big dream 
I mean, I did. I, I, sorry, probably my better wording is I've got a massive dream, but my expectations mm-hmm. are realistic. Sure. And, um, you know, at the moment I'm running it out of, it was in my lounge room, the warehouse. Yeah. And um, now it's, uh, as of the weekend, it's been moved into, out of the lounge room because it was literally taking over. And now I have, like I'm official, I have warehouse shelving and, you know, it's official. but it's in the rumpus room downstairs <laughs> now. But my plan is after Christmas to move it into the garage and then when we renovate our house, it'll go into, we'll actually build a purpose-built office and warehouse in our, um, we're on property, so on property renovations. Yeah. Uh, it's all tax deductible that way as well. So that's a good thing. Um, look, I am planning on launching into Europe and the USA and Canada as of January, February, coming into um, your summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so just working out what that looks like. Uh, I started with New Zealand. I've had people from Singapore saying, hurry up and open it to here. So yeah. I may look at that option first, maybe in the, before Christmas, opening up to Singapore. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I haven't yet decided if I will run it all from Australia, like shipping from here, yeah. or if I'll set up um, warehouses in those mm-hmm. places and ship out. I might trial both yeah, and yeah. see what works. I know there's a lot of really great Australian brands that do ship completely from their warehouse in Australia. Uh, and that works for them. And they don't yeah. even have, they all have Australian websites. They don't have websites for different countries okay. either. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of researching and looking into that and trying to get in contact with their directors so I can have a chat and say, why did you go this way? Yeah, why, sure. why haven't you done drop shipping? Why haven't you, mm. you know, just to suss it out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I just think of America, especially, I think, you know, cause there's a yeah. lot of, you know, a lot of, I suppose your product would appeal more to like a conservative uh, demographic. And I think there's obviously a massive, massive um, demographic, demographic of that in, yeah. in America. So, the, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be huge. Yeah. And I mean, I've sold it. It's, it, it is all about body positivity as well. Mm. And so yeah, sure. I have made sure we aren't anti the opposite of what we are. Yeah. We're not we're not anti a G3. We're not anti a cheeky. My whole thing is if you've got it rocket but if you're going to the father-in-laws for a pool party barbecue stop yep. by us and yep. take it with you yeah, so same. yes it is for the ones that probably are a little bit more conservative but sometimes uh, other women they need to pick their swimwear attire pending <laughs> their audience so yep. yeah so i'm hoping to market it to that as well and and uh next year by next summer i'm really hoping to have a range for um teenagers and preteens as well so nice, that's my nice. next where i'm yeah. heading next yeah so i'm nice. already working on samples for them so good so good well as yeah. i said to you you know like i'm more than willing to be a model if you need some models in the uk <laughs> and, look uh, you'd be amazed how many guys have contacted me because i i name the swimmers after my friends so all my right. girlfriends you right. know i just thought it's a fun creative thing to do and nearly all their husbands have contacted me and said I'll be the male model. Name it after me. I will. And, uh, you know, look, who knows if I do a men's range uh, down that might be some more uh, budgie smugglers coming oh, your way. I think who I'll knows? harm sales, harm sales more than help them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be amazed how many guys have um, offered to model 
be named. <laughs> Us guys are all the same, aren't we? Bunch of idiots. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, good. No, no, good. That's really good. So uh, exciting times. Any other thoughts about the brand? Anything you haven't shared yet that you think would be helpful? Um, yeah, anything else? I think one thing that I've made sure, and I did mention it before, is that I have celebrated it at mm. every stage. You know, yeah. like I had a launch party. I, I don't have a team. There is no team. Mm. Um, I'm the warehouse manager, the media marketing manager, the, the packer, the orderer, the designer, the you know, all of it. And the other day I thought, why can't I have a team Christmas party? So I've invited all the girls who have been modelling and the photographers because I'm like, I still want to celebrate what I'm doing because in five years' time, I plan to hire a boat and have the Christmas party with my team on that, you know? So, and I want to be able to look at the photo and go, this was my first team. And look, I have actually employed someone. It was only for two weeks while I was on holidays to pack for me, but I have had my first employee. So so she's coming to my Christmas party. (laughs) So So I think it's important to, to, sometimes we just look at the big businesses that are, you know, and they're driving around in the flash cars and their flash houses, and that's what we we want. And we just don't enjoy the little bits where we are now. And I've got nothing to compare to. I don't know if I'm doing really well or I should be, you know, if I'm doing 20000 a month, I don't know whether I should, it should be fifty. I've got no idea. I'm just happy where I am and celebrating that and realising that Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. I'm here for the longevity of it. I'm yeah. three months in. I've recouped my money. I'm not taking anything yet. I'm putting it all back in and and I'm enjoying the ride and I'm having fun with it and I'm allowing myself to, you know, if I if there is some failures, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. but to enjoy it and to find something in love. It's not that I love swimwear, but I love women feeling great about themselves. That's totally. probably always been my um, message about women, you know loving who they are, loving yeah, who yeah. they're called to be. And, you know, my methods change, but the message yeah, is yeah. still there. And, yeah, it's yeah. what I enjoy doing. So yeah, leading so in women and keeping their butts covered. <laughs> At the same time, yeah. No, I, I love that. And yeah. I think you will be, you know, an inspiration to many, I think, that – you know, you might think that um, it's just getting started, but I think people would look at your first few months and, and think, man, if I can have a, a first three months like that, then I'll be so, so pleased. So, yeah. um, and, and I think, you know, super helpful thoughts on, you know, the influencer marketing side. A lot of our audience yeah. will be, you know, our strategy. Usually the initial launch is on Amazon. The traffic's already there. Yeah. You don't have to do a lot of this stuff. And so this is going to be like a new thing for a lot of people that opens up, you know, new possibilities with, you know, their own website off of Amazon, building a real brand which is what we're all about and so um yeah i think you brought some great insights so thank you so much for um coming on and, and sharing it um oh, if, if people want to no no it's a pleasure if people want to find out more about the the swimwear and about you what's the what's the url and the instagram and stuff yeah so it's full swimwear.com.au and the insta is full swimwear awesome nice so good yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, hopefully, uh, at least our Australian and New Zealand listeners, if we've got some out there, we'll, uh, we'll find out more about it. And then by the time, you know, you, you go global, then people yeah. will have it already in their minds and uh, they'll be ready to buy. I know. So now my strategy is looking for influencers in, um, in America and the UK. So There you go. If you're yeah. an influencer, hit yeah. these guys up. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, slide into my DMs. <laughs> 
<laughs> so good. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Aisha. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing Thanks about that. Maybe, maybe you could come back next year and kind of share the progress as how it's going. Yeah, I'd love to. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, how to launch a swimwear brand with influencers. So if you are looking to launch apparel or if you just want to launch your brand off of Amazon, I know that some of the tips that have been shared today will be super, super helpful for you. If you have found it helpful, I would love if you could do the show a favor and just hit that like button on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do leave us a review there. I found out this week, actually, you can't leave reviews on Spotify podcasts. So all this time I've been asking you to leave reviews on my whichever podcast platform mainly just apple if you're listening on there would really appreciate the review just to help the channel get seen get heard we really want to keep getting great guests on the show and you guys leaving reviews and helping us with that really helps us get the highest caliber of guests on the show so really really appreciate you taking time to do that we've got some more great episodes coming up another female founder coming up next week which i'm really excited to uh, share with you her story uh, it's going to be another amazing episode they just keep on rolling baby we've got great stuff planned for you so stick around and i'll see you in the next episode real soon